Leather About, a podcast from the Academic Skills team at UWS. My name is Linda Riches and I'm one of the Academic Skills Advisors at the University. We hope you're enjoying our podcast where we try and unpick some of the academic skills topics that we often get asked about. Along with my fellow Academic Skills Advisors, Dr Kevin Wilson. Hi Kevin. Hi there. And Ben Farrer. Hi Ben. Hello. We're going to have a blether, and that's a, a wee chat, about reflective writing. So what we'll try and do is explain what reflective writing is, how it's different from other kinds of academic work you might be asked to do, and hopefully give you some ideas of how to check whether you're being reflective enough. So we'll kick off with this one, probably with Kevin. Um, I always come to you first, Kevin, don't I? Um, about being reflective. What, in a nutshell, what is reflective writing, and and why is it different, and and some and why do students struggle with it sometimes? Um, I think one of the big difficulties, first of, first of all, is that it's it's often you know there's such a uh, you know an emphasis so often about not using personal pronouns, not saying I and me, and talking about ourselves in essays. That suddenly, when you're when you're if you are suddenly faced with you know some courses you won't ever have to write reflectively, some you'll have to write it all the time. Sometimes I think the more difficult ones are ones where you know you get a reflective essay, um, you know. Out of no, not out of nowhere, but you know, you're, it's not something that you'll do all the time, and it, it makes it's quite jarring to be saying I and me, and to be thinking about our own experiences. I think the thing that I would stress is just you know, if we go, if think about the other podcasts we've done on critical thinking, is it's just it's a very similar process. It's just that you know we still need the evidence there to support what we're discussing. It's just the one difference is the thing that we're critically discussing that we're that we're focused in on is our own experience, right? And other and other types of writing we might be critically discussing are, you know, I think it's helpful always to think of reflective writing as is to put that preface, the critical reflection in front of it. And it sometimes makes it seem a bit make a bit more sense. You know, you're always to my mind, always reflecting critically if you're if you're doing it properly. You're looking at your own experience and trying to understand understand and make sense of it through evidence um, as much as you can, or you know when appropriate within the discussion. But I think sometimes, yeah, the difficulty comes in this bringing your own experience into the into the um, writing, which is something that we're we're often I know kind of trained against. Um, but then. Remembering that, we'll, but again, it goes back to the previous podcast and thinking about the distinction between being descriptive and being critical. Because if you're just describing, you're, you're just recounting your experience, what happened mm. to you, then telling the story of it is not reflecting on it. And I think once you start thinking about it, it as critical reflection, maybe that makes a bit more sense as to what you're being expected to do and to think and how to think about your your experience or the, the, the thing that you're talking about. Yeah. So it, it is that. It's that difficulty, isn't it, of suddenly having to talk about yourself? And actually, people can find that quite difficult in itself to actually, you know, um, talk about something. And, and I'll have students say, well, I don't really know how I'm supposed to reflect on this. It, it just happened. But it's that idea of, well, what did you learn from it? What would you do differently next time? That kind of thing. Um, but then writing about that in an academic way, um, is, is there any examples, Ben, that you can maybe give of an example of what reflective writing would be? I was sort of thinking of maybe our one-to-one -one sessions with students. If I was reflecting on that, I would be thinking about what went well in that session, what didn't go so well, why did it not go so well, you know, what were the issues, what would I do differently next time? Is that the kind of thing that, that a student would think about if they were reflecting on a situation? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you can always end up with those questions of sort of what went well, what went badly. Mm. Um, you know, did I feel it went well? Did I feel it went badly, et cetera, et cetera. And, and sometimes it's interesting. Um, there's a, a kind of difference between your interpretation of a situation and that situation itself. So when I'm thinking back to like when I was doing my um, my teacher training, I would have observations and I would have to reflect on classes that had been observed. Mm. And I remember doing reflections where I said, I thought it went awfully, you know, I thought it was a complete disaster, nothing worked, you know, the the activities I designed didn't work, you know, I didn't think that the students learned anything. And then the person who was observing it was saying, well, actually, I, I thought it went fine, you know, it was, you know, it, there were some points for, you know, but um, so it's sort of that, that dual role of thinking about what happened, thinking about your interpretation of what happened, but then also taking that step away from it. And looking at it, like Kevin says, in a sort of critical, um, not disconnected way, but with a bit of distance, um, you know, between you and the event. So if, you, if you've had an event that, you know, um, you were, you know, annoyed about or upset about or, or even just, you know, elated about or happy about or something like that. Um, the, the sort of step with critical writing, uh, with um, with reflective writing is rather than saying, you know, well, I felt, you know, this happened and I felt this. It's a case of, you know, this happened. I felt this way. Here's why I think this happened. You know, here's why I think mm. something went wrong or, or, you know, something went right. Here's what I did. And here's why I think I, I you know, reacted the way I did or I, I interpreted it the way I did or I felt the way I did. You know, and often these are, you know, they're not particularly dramatic events that you're thinking about a lot of the time. It's just a case of, you know, you know, something, you know, something happened. I, I did, you know, I was involved in a group project and, you know, I felt like I could have contributed more or something like that. And you can kind of reflect on, well, you know, why didn't I put myself forward? You know, why did I feel like that kind of thing? Um, so having that sort of step back and, and critically thinking about that kind of thing um, is quite useful. But in terms of situations that you can apply reflection to, I mean, almost name one that you can't. You know, we could mm. we could do a piece of reflective writing on this podcast That's about true. what's, you know, what's <laughs> going right and what's going wrong. And my reflection <laughs> would be on talking. <laughs> but, um, but you can do it with anything. You know, it, it can apply to many situations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to do a reflective piece um, for my master's, one of my modules, about my relationship with a work colleague. That was quite a risky bit of reflective writing to do as I had agreed to then show the finished piece of work to the person that I'd written about. I don't know why I agreed to do that, to be perfectly honest. That is honest. brave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we are still talking. But um <laughs> It was quite, and, and it was about reflecting on who had the power in a situation. So it was all about group dynamics and who had the power in certain situations. And there were bits of that reflection that were quite uncomfortable to write, actually, and quite uncomfortable to think about, and then even more uncomfortable for her to read. Yeah. <laughs> but it was interesting in terms of it wasn't just what had happened in that situation, it was why was that happening? And that was the bit that was quite interesting to write. Um, the bit I found tricky, and, and maybe Ben, you could give us some advice on this, is how do you then link that to a reference if you're talking about your own experience? There's no, I can't find any references about that on online can I uh no you can't but what you can do is you know a lot of the time it's a case of with you know the thing about reflection is you're like you say it can be quite uncomfortable sometimes because you're sort of having to be brutally honest about a situation mm. the thing to remember is your reflection is in service of your development right so the quality of your development is in is is linked to the quality of your reflection so good reflection means good development however if you're in a situation where you know, you're thinking about, like you were saying, you know, the power dynamics of, of a situation or something like that. 
no one's written about that specific situation, but they have written about the broader issues, you know, things like, you know, the power dynamics, things like interpersonal relationships, work relationships, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So dipping into that bank of evidence can help you frame the situation. Because if you think about something that you've experienced and you're writing about your experience of it, you are limited by your interpretation of the situation and your knowledge of the topic. If you can then read on the topic and you can find references and that kind of thing, it gives you a much broader scope to analyze and interpret and understand things. So a lot of the time, you know, when when people have got work back and it's like, well, how, you know, they've said I need to add references. How do I add references to a reflective piece? It's about think about the situation, think about the the context of the situation and then read about the context and that kind of thing. So, you know, mm -hmm. as I've said, you know, if it's teacher training, you might read about good classroom practice dealing with students etc cetera, etc cetera. if it's nursing you're looking at you know maybe interpersonal relationships in nursing or yeah. working with colleagues or etc cetera, etc cetera. um you know and that can actually help you to make sense of situations because if you're in a situation and you're thinking something went wrong or something went right and i'm not really sure why it happened it just sort of worked or it didn't that's a real cap on your ability to reflect whereas if you can read about it and there's other people who are saying well you know this can happen and that can happen and the other thing can happen then you're, that sort of gives you more opportunities for that light bulb moment where you're like, ah, that's why that worked and that mm. didn't. And so now I know. And then you can base your, your action plan and your development on evidence. So that's yeah. sort of how I think you can, you can connect those quite closely. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, I think just, you know, so totally agree with what Ben's saying. And, you know, and one way to, to know whether you're being, you know, one way to try and identify whether you're just describing your experience or whether you're kind of reflecting on it is, just you know as you both kind of said in much more better terms than me is whether you've got the because you know if you're just saying this happened and something else happened and then something else happened you know you're basically listing or recounting events whereas if you're saying this happened you know and because you know it's obviously we don't, i'm not saying you need to repeat the word because all the time but it's the that's the moment where you're trying to explain and understand the experience that and that's where you're the, the value of the reflection is going to come out another way and again just about something ben said is this notion to think about it is this notion of distance right something occurs and we have distance and time between the event and now you know what have you learned what do you know how do you see things differently what's occurred in that space and time that you can now look back an event and see it differently right what what kind of theories and and literature have you come across whereby now you can look it's almost like you're you know watching a video of yourself and you know you've got new mm. knowledge that you can now apply to 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 what you've what you've done you know so thinking about reflection is something that happens between two events in time is, is quite a good way to think of it, you know, and, and, and mm -hmm. in that space of, you know, in that period of time, that what, what how have you changed in terms of, of your insight and how can you then apply that to the experience to, to tell the reader um, about what you've learned? So you're sort of standing outside yourself, looking back at yourself in a way? Yeah, totally, yeah. And and, and then, I mean, I don't know what Ben thinks of this, but one of the, because he's done a lot more reflective writing than me, but, you know, what one thing I do see is, and it, it, generally, and it's, you know, you don't need to say you're rubbish at things, right? Certainly we don't want people to go about that, but you will very generally get more mileage out of those things, which probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped it went. You know, in terms of your writing, there's a lot more to say. And again, it's, it's like exactly, I'm, I'm probably just repeating what Ben said much better than me, but, you, you know, you, you, learn, you learn much more and you'll be able to tell the reader about much more learning that's occurred from things that didn't go as well as you thought, right? That would be some, a paragraph's worth of discussion and analysis in it. Whereas if you've got something that you did that went as, exactly as expected, you know, it doesn't give you much room to kind of tell the, tell the reader about what you've learned. So, you know, while we still want to tell the reader we're good at things, you know, 
no, no, no marker ever wants to read a reflective essay which simply tells the, the, the reader how great everything was and how brilliant you were at it, right? Put it that way. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, even if it didn't go brilliantly, try and think of some things that you might think that you, that, that you, you could perhaps see as not going well. Because it's, I think reflection is, is just always, to my mind, better or, or, or more productive when we're looking at those things that, that didn't go well. Although we can still apply, you know, the same type of discussion to things that went well and why they went well but it just seems to my mind that you get a bit more mileage out of the, out of the things that, that you can improve on. It's usually not a massive problem because I find that usually in these assignments people are far harder on themselves you know it's yeah, always it's no, always no. the negative uh, things that they focus on rather than the things that they did well sometimes. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you both about reflective models so sometimes I think sometimes students are encouraged to use reflective models to help them think about a situation. Do you um, use reflective models? Do you find them useful or not? Anyone get any thoughts on those? Um, I've sort of, you know, used a fair amount of, of, of reflective models. I mean, there are as many reflective models as there are ways to reflect, really. There are lots mm. of them. Um, I think probably the, the most common one that students tend to inter, uh, encounter is Gibbs, yeah. um, which is a six-step process. Um, the thing I will say about reflective models is there are simpler versions than Gibbs, or at least there are ones with fewer steps. But I actually would say one of the things that um, is sort of you know, not necessarily obvious about reflective cycles is actually sometimes the more complicated they look, the easier they are to use because they give you more specific things to latch on to. Mm. So I've seen ones that are just sort of threefold and it's like, you know, experience, thoughts, development. And it's like, well, that's quite vague. It's quite difficult to figure out how to do that. Um, Gibbs is quite nice because it's, it's a very specific um, model. I mean, if you've never heard of Gibbs, it's you, you start by describing some kind of situation. Um, you know, you give a kind of account of it. You then examine your, your feelings and your reaction and, you know, how, you know, why did they happen? What affected them? Um, did something change? You know, how did they interact with your actions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then you sort of evaluate them. You make judgments about, you know, what was good, what was bad? Why was it good? Why was it bad, et cetera, et cetera. That kind of distance we were talking about. Um, you, analyze, you analyze it, you try and make sense of it. You think about, you know, um, what made it go well or what made it go badly. That's where you can sort of introduce, you know, theories and literature and that kind of thing. And then you conclude um, based off of, you know, what have you learned from the experience? And then you build some kind of action plan um, for what you're going to do if it, if it happens again, if you encounter that situation again. So that, that cycle is quite a nice one in that it's fairly universally applicable. You can, you can use it for most situations. Um, and it gives you a nice sort of, uh, rigid enough framework to work from because you know again as we're talking about you know when you're working from your own experience you have issues of your subjectivity you're still you know being sort of emotionally involved in in the situation you know particularly if it's something bad that happened you know mm -hmm. you, you often sort of sit back and you know if nothing else you sort of cringe a bit and think oh god that went so terribly and now I have to revisit this and I have to write about it and that kind of thing so actually having a nice framework that sort of tells you look do this then this then this is actually quite a nice way of working through it in, in a linear way that gives it some, some structure and focus. And like Kevin was saying, the last thing you want is for it to end up reading like, well, this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened. Um, you want to be thinking about why did it happen? What have I learned from that experience? How can I develop that? And how is this going to impact on me going forward? And if it's, as we were saying, some kind of negative experience, how do I make sure that that either doesn't happen again or I react to it better or it's mitigated in the future or something like that? So... Mm. Um, the emphasis on reflective cycles is really just a, a desire to give structure to your experience. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think we've even got sort of something simpler than that on the careers and skills um, website. There's a section about reflective writing and students can download um, a list of questions of things to think about when you're reflecting. So even just something like that. Again, we come back time and time again to structure, don't we, about structuring your thinking and your, you know, your, your thoughts on it um, can really help. Any final thoughts, Kevin? You know, do you, you know, students sometimes are, seem a bit scared of reflective writing. What would you do to um, reassure them? Um, I mean, I would just kind of stress this thing that, you know, again, come back to what Ben was saying about the learning, you know, it's all about what you've learned from the experience. So don't be, you know, you know, don't be, there's no kind of, don't be shy about, as we said, you know, pointing out the things that perhaps didn't go as well. No, no, no marker's going to pull you up for that. They want to know about these things that you've, you've now spotted and, and that you think you can prove on. The other thing I'd say is sometimes quite difficult is, to keep yourself at the, the, the centre of the experience. You know, if the experience, or like let's say you're on placement, it's obviously going to involve lots of other people. And sometimes it can be easy to slip into a, a discussion uh, of what somebody else did, or if somebody else did something that you didn't think they did right, or somebody else did something that didn't go well. You know, it's not really, it's not your job to kind of critique other people's behaviour or interactions. And whenever that happens, it's it's useful to try and, again, take a step back and say, right, well, if I think that didn't go well or I didn't enjoy my interaction with that person, you know, can I can I kind of understand that from my own actions? You know, perhaps, you know, I didn't communicate, you know, could have communicated better with them or was I taking, you know, was I actually nervous because I didn't understand, you know, the, the, the full extent of what I was, you know, being asked to do or something like that. You know, if we can bring the experience back to ourselves, then it gives us something to analyse. But once we start talking about at length about the actions and kind of, you know, of other people, we're not really reflecting on, on our own experience because we're not really, there's not really things that we can discuss and, and learn from in, in, in that respect. Yeah, so really very much about bringing it back to yourself, you know, yeah. which I suppose is what goes against what we normally tell students is, you know, don't think about yourself. But in this situation, we say, do put yourself at the centre of it. Yeah, and just to go back to, to what I'd said, you know, when we're thinking critically, we've always, you know, we've got this object of critical discussion at each point of our essay, you know, something which has been analysed and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to make sense of and, you know, whenever possible, use good quality evidence. It's the same process. It's just the thing that you're questioning when you're reflecting is, is your own experience and your own behaviour. It's, you know, and then we're going to, you know, bring evidence in to try and understand and evaluate that. It's... it's it's really just it just seems very alien sometimes because it's you that's at the heart of it now and when mm. when sometimes you might have felt that you've been told quite a lot of time through uni that you've not got you know you, you should be saying certainly you should be saying I in an essay or you shouldn't have a kind of you know your personality should be in an essay and, and, and reflective writing does kind of jar with that sometimes a bit but it's yeah. not it's not too different I suppose is what I'm trying to say yeah your experience kind of becomes your evidence in some ways it's a case of well mm. I know that this is true because it happened to me and oh. then you use it and then like you say you use kind of broader evidence to to make sense of that but you know we've talked in the past about you know you you use your evidence and you use your resource and then you analyze it well think of your experience as your evidence and then analyze it in in a sort of similar way yeah yeah, yeah. so i think now we've reflected on reflection um hopefully we've given everyone a better idea um of what you need to think about when you do that kind of assignment it can feel a bit daunting. I know the first reflective assignment I did, I found really difficult, but it is just a different kind of academic writing. Um, and it can be insightful and it can be actually really interesting because you do find out things about yourself um, when you're doing that. Um, remember, you can always book a one-to-one -one appointment with any academic skills advisor to chat 
through anything. So if you want to talk about reflecting or anything else that's academic skills related, um, and you can go onto the Careers and Skills webpage to do that. And as always, we'd love your comments and your feedback on the podcast. If there's a topic you want to hear us have a blether about, then please drop a line to skills at uws.ac.uk. Thanks for listening. <laughs>